It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions should be fun. I'm Jeff, that's Ira and Corey. Dr. Birch, who I'll see tomorrow morning, bright and early. Bright and early, guys. I'll be in there right when they open. And uh, I, you know outside. what you're doing after that. Yeah, well, buddy, we're doing an ad here for Birch Orthodox. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm still new to this. Yeah, I'm still new to this game. <laughs> but what I'm going to tell you is that I'm going to go see her tomorrow, not thinking about what Corey wants necessarily, but rather uh, because my son care. has an appointment the and great the great care, care that they yeah. give. Yeah, and I want to get the positive report from uh, Dr. Birch about where Clark's at. I just looked at his teeth this morning because I wanted to kind of get a sense. You get up in there. Let me see those teeth, baby. Let me see those teeth. Looking good. I can't wait to hear the report. I'm excited about it. Dr. Birch, in all seriousness, Birch Orthodontics, they have done an amazing job with my kids, Iris kids, and if Corey's son were here in town, Mm. he would be celebrating in the same manner that all of our kids are. Yes, Steph's kids have. That's true, too. That's true, too. kids have. I mean, we 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 should go through the all-star list. My soon-to-be stepchildren. There it but is. Folks, it's oh, like we're wow. 11 days away. Yeah, we're 11 man. days out. The uh, they they probably should just put Clark's before and after on the like in the front, like maybe on a billboard. <laughs> that would, should be the billboard. That, yeah. Would that embarrass him if they it put up say his... a working miracle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like is, a yeah, like it's a rainbow. Real. That's yeah. probably good for a middle schooler's self esteem. You know, he's pretty confident. I wonder if he can handle it. I'll ask him today when I get home. I say, listen, you were such a mess, kind of disfigured even. Uh, and look at what they've done with you. Can we use you as the poster child for all that we celebrate? Billboard with the child, like literally, yeah. you're going to be on billboards yeah. around town. I don't know that he would say yes to that per se, but they have done um, unbelievable work. Just take our words for it. And again, Molly was the original hard case. She was the original yeah. miracle. Yeah. That's right. She uh, she really was. I mean, it was like fangs and missing teeth, and all, it was all all kinds of stuff going on there. And uh, Dr. Birch did amazing work, and we would encourage you to go to birchorthodontics.com, B-U-R-C-H, orthodontics.com. You can figure out the spelling of that on your own. And uh, get a free consultation. They've got payment plans, great people, That's great true. service, great techniques. You know what's amazing? There, I'm thinking back on this real quick, and we'll get to the questions. Clark's situation, you were talking about fangs and missing teeth. He yeah. had all that, right? So, But he also had too many teeth. And I remember- She had that. that come, yeah. like there's, there's stuff was like on top like of the James shot. Cameron yeah, monster. Yeah, it's like a shark, like yeah. rows yes. of teeth. It's insane. And uh, Dr. Birch was so caring and kind when she pulled me aside and said, I hate to do this. I always try to avoid it, but I, I think we're going to have to get some teeth pulled. Mm-hmm. So she's consulting me on this, right? And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's not my teeth. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so, yeah, do whatever, whatever you got to do. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. Yank them all. Uh, so we, we get the- uh, advice to do so, and we do. Clark was a warrior. We went in there. I had to tell him. I was like, "You're getting five teeth pulled today. That's just not a good day." Mm. Like when you're getting mm. up, you're like, "Here's my day. I'm gonna get five teeth yanked out of here." I had. I was strangely fixated on it. They tell you you can stay in the room or not. I wanted to stay. I want to see it. I want to see him pull the teeth <laughs> yeah, out. Strange. He had five extra teeth. He had five teeth. Well, well, I don't know if they were some, extra. Yeah, some, somewhere some, in the some way. were coming in the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. What Yanked a nightmare. Them. Yeah, and now nearly perfect. I, I'm hoping tomorrow they say. All's well, we're done. Did you ever have, like, when you had a loose tooth when you were a kid and complained about it, did you ever have parents, like, threaten to pull it? I yanked my own because I loved it. I did that I sometimes, or it. I'd bite into an apple and see if it came, it loosened oh, it enough I couldn't where I could just wait yank to pull my nah. teeth out. I pulled them out early. I was gushing blood everywhere. I loved <laughs> it. Old blood I gushing know Cameron yeah, over there. I was loving it. I was like, oh, you're loose, are you? <laughs> 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 
I pulled the hell out of him. I couldn't wait. I never did the thing with the door where you tie that's it up. Oh, yeah, my dad would creepy, threaten man. That. Oh, really? He threatened it. We never did it. Goodness. I would just go hide. Your dad was the definition of tough hide. love. Yeah, I'd go was... hide and call defense. <laughs> 70s dad, if there ever was one. Uh, Jason wants to know how did coach speak come into existence? I love the war chant content. Thanks, Jason. Uh, I, we just started talking about doing a show together, another show mm-hmm. together, because we all love making fun of coaches and talking about Who doesn't? Yeah. And talking about was the it way they, Was it your idea or Ben's idea? Was it you and Ben? Idea. Like, did you reach out to Ben, though? No, it was my idea. I, I just wanted to, like, originally I thought about, like, kind of like Talk Soup is, was the inspiration. Remember the old Talk Soup? Oh, yeah. Back in the yeah. day? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so I thought that would be kind of like. You're back to leading the old man. Yeah, old man I'm race. Back <laughs> you're back in front. Talk so, soup. Greg Kinnear is yep. that his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went on to have a great career. Did he really? Yeah, great, yeah, great Greg actor. Kinnear's he was nominated for, an, uh, yeah. nominated for an Oscar. In oh, there. Yeah. As well, good as it gets, he's yeah. in that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You forgot about old Greg. The so next guy he, around didn't have as much. Fun. Um, but yeah, so that was the idea. And then getting Ben involved was just we need somebody the expertise, right. to actually do the technical yeah. work. And then uh, you guys, but we also comedic, we always, comedic relief. How to get you guys into? We do make fun of cracking the, jokes. the way that coaches talk. All if you don't time, watch it, go watch it. Last week's was really funny. If you haven't, and that's the cool thing about them is they're not like dated. Like we've done, I don't know, twenty of them. Yeah, you can go back and watch some of them. I thought last week was really funny. There will be one this week, but we got to do it soon, guys, because I'm flying out to Las Vegas. I got Ooh, we got to get you. Rick Patino in there because did you see his comments? Uh, yeah, what are, awesome. the most miserable experience yeah. of my life. And basically, yeah. they just he just kept going on and on about like they're asking him why his team is so bad, and he's like, oh, they're just slow. <laughs> There's just no lateral quickness. No Jamal Mashburns no, out there. <laughs> Nobody was as good as that DePaul coach last week. Yeah. That oh, was, he was great. something to be. It would be cool or, if Patino did the Patino whole. Patino sounded uh, like it. Chris Mullins not walking through that door. <laughs> yeah, who's the, who's another great? Uh, Mark Jackson's not walking through that door. Yeah. Just go through all the great St. John's players. Jason uh, writes. Uh, no, I just read Jason's. Terry writes. Seymour, good day, gents. Years ago, as a sales manager in Tallahassee, interviewing a graduating senior offensive lineman from the tail end of the last decade. When I asked him about a time he faced criticism and how he handled it he brought up trying not to be criticized by jeff cameron and it caused him to work harder and play better <laughs> nice at what point do you decide somebody needs the tough love uh oh goodness well that's specific to me terry and i appreciate the question but uh when i get fed up with their poor play mm, yeah that's i mean if i'm being honest like if, let's say you're a shortstop and you've made one too many errors in the last three games it's gonna come up it's gonna mm. come up i'm done beating around the bush with you you know what's yeah. weird Pick about up it the though. Damn baseball. Tony like, Delmonico took some, some <laughs> took, yeah, took, yeah. took some arrows. Good reason with Brett good Groves reason. did too. But like you, you, I'm sure they're they're these kids. Like if you these baseball players, if you were to rip one in May, he would find out about it. But he's practicing. So who's the person in his life that's like, hey man, that local radio show host is really killing you on the radio? <laughs> because I think those people have a little bit of evil in them. Like, yeah, why are you such in a hurry to go tell somebody? people you're getting criticized? I think that's a natural. Uh, Would you do that if, like, because you know I don't check my Twitter mentions. Uh, if no. somebody came at me on Twitter and said, yeah. dude, you're a bald idiot, I hate your takes, would you say, Corey, this guy, if Joe X97. If it was daily. I just screenshot him and keep him for my personal <laughs> Well, collection. you're doing it. <laughs> you're the one that's sending It's them. Iris uh, Burner account. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice take, old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's just – I don't I don't blame people. I think it's a natural thing. You know what like it you really is? You want to let people know, hey, by the way, they're killing you. They're killing you right now. Well, it, by the way, the I'll say this. I don't Because we have, Ira and I have an interesting dynamic in that 
we talk a lot about these players, but then we also go talk yeah, to them every we're, week. Yeah. We're always going to be there. less So let's just venomous. say a place kicker that wasn't very good two years ago mm. ends up having an incredible season in 2023. Right, he, right, he, right. Is, he is not a big fan of Corey Clark. And then, ha- then tells me about it after the <laughs> ACC for, championship yeah. game, which is absolutely his right to do. Well, sure. he may, and I, I think that I tell you that he said something to me earlier. Oh, about me? Yeah. Oh, I may have maybe maybe I didn't tell you. But I, I no, can't you remember. Didn't. But uh, yeah, we had, we interviewed him one day after practice. Ryan Fitzgerald, guys. Yeah. And uh, we interviewed him after practice one day, and uh, Corey. It was the way we do the interviews is like Corey and and Aslan and I will like decide who's going to interview who. Yeah. Because I have three They'll players three at a time. Break them up three at a time. And Aslan's always in the middle, and Corey and I or Matt, we have to figure out who's going to go to where. And so Corey. I, w- I was going to go to Ryan, and Corey left to go get whoever the other person Conveniently. was. Conveniently. And Ryan goes. I mean, I didn't even know he knew who I was. He goes, where'd Corey go? I thought he'd have some questions. Oh, <laughs> nice. Awesome. Which is weird nice. because I, I love it. I thought it was great. But I don't remember hammering him. I just, um, I, I, I mean, I I didn't hammer him any more than anybody else did. I'm I, sure he, it's probably But who's group. telling him, hey, that bald, bespectacled dude is just killing you. The key, though, is to also kind of take a look around. If you had as bad a season as he did that year. Well, I didn't. But hey, see, man. So after they You got to be better. He's like, uh are you mad that you can't talk about how bad I am anymore after the ACC championship? Because he, that kick he made to make it 16 yeah. to six, a huge kick in the rain. It's like 47 yeah. years. And he was great all season. Yeah. And I just laughed. And basically, I mean, I, what can I say? He's right. I can't say, I mean, yeah, you made all your kicks, man. Yeah. But I did. I also wasn't going to come back and say in that moment, like, fighting, man, yeah. you come on now. Let's, let's I've actually and, been very, very lucky. And, well, well, I was going to say players. I mean, like we've had a lot of players through the years, do similar things. This is not like unique to Ryan. Right, sure. Jarian Jones sat there and basically chastised the whole media contingent Correct. after the I think the Florida game two years ago, whatever game it was two years ago. In but the also, game. I could you know that I I think that's a really cool moment for him. Yeah. I'm not saying I was the driving force, but like if he can every time he makes a kick. Think, yeah, like, screw you, Baldy. Well, like, a lot of great competitors find things to be. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, and and it's his right. It's just odd that, like, most people that would talk negatively about him are saying, man, Norvell had to throw it in the end zone in Raleigh because he wasn't convinced his kicker would make a 38-yard. 100% true. Um, They're not in front of him. Just talking to him naturally, like you know, five months later, ten months later. So it was. I think my point being, it's a it's a cool moment for him. From where he was to be able to talk his ish a little bit to someone, and I I can wear it, I'm fine. But you know, growing up, you yeah. know what's interesting is a lot of people handle it better than you think they would. It was odd. I mean, it, I know we but, both but saw. But why would he know that? I, who's telling him? Yeah, why is somebody telling him? Well, he hears it. It gets back. I mean, th- people are yeah. well aware of social media. They understand how it but exists. But if you, were, if you, you think it. you think we just do all this in a vacuum yeah, and I mean, never gets back low, to these people? But like, yeah. I guess it's buddies that are like, man, they're killing you on the. I've had countless coaches and And players. There are players that watch. Yeah, but like Luke Lauks this past weekend, talking to him, he was like, "I remember when you used to kill me on the air," and I, 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 he kind of caught me off guard. And I mean, I know Luke, but I was, I was like, I don't think I killed you that often. He's like, "No, there were a few times." (laughs) And it made me laugh, and I was like, "Yeah, but I sang your praises for the dime to Michael Snare." He's like, "You did do that." I was like, "It was a great pass." So, but some people get it. I've had baseball players over the years come up to me and say, "Yeah, it, it it pissed me off a few times, but it also, you know, it was something that I knew if I had been bad, I was bad as long as it didn't get personal." Yeah. That was always the thing. If you go out, if you're a starting pitcher and you last an inning and a third and give up seven earned, and you don't expect to get ripped for that, grow up. That's how this works, man. And, we'll, and where we'll, things would be really. And also, why are you up. listening to the radio after you just gave up seven earned and one and a third? <laughs> right. But but also, and this is where 
media have to be better is when they give it back you, you gotta, gotta take it be cool with yeah, it man, yeah man I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean that happened in december and i just now mentioned like i i didn't even tell you that night yeah. that it happened because i was getting ready i was pre-writing the florida states in the playoff story <laughs> <laughs> that never that never happened but yeah man and, I, and that said he had a great year oh, like yeah. fitzgerald Phenomenal. was a huge part of that team he was great he made every big kick he had to make i think he missed one all season he was awesome that was a very big uh yeah. development Daniel wants to know if you could add one former Noel to next year's football team, who would it be and why? I find these questions interesting. We get one a week. People want to know which Noles of the past that we would put on a team. Always. Mm. I don't know why. It never crosses my mind during the course of watching a game. I would uh, – I mean, I think you just – you start with, like, usually position – the position you're most concerned about. Yeah, Marvin Jones. I'd feel pretty good about adding Marvin Jones to this team. I'd good. go in this Derek day and Brooks. age, maybe Derek Brooks. Okay, you already sure. got a Marvin Jones on the team. Yeah, sure. There, the dynamic well, between him and his son one, being like, on the same field. How, there, how, he, you don't want a dad talking down to his son in the middle of a play like that. <laughs> the whole dynamics there, the daddy ball yeah. that would come on if they're both on the field at the same time. So, Derek, how great would Marvin Jones be in this era? Oh, I think he would dominate. He'd have to figure out a way. But They'd he do would something be. With him. It's a different. Different era, you're right, but he was a sideline-to-sideline guy at that size, which is what made him unique. I think, look, does Randy Moss count as a former Noel? I'd say yes. He was a former Noel. Then I would – he's he's almost well, always he's the answer. he's always the answer yeah, then. You think that would help out DJ's numbers a little <laughs> yeah, bit? Yeah, well, yeah, they all – the whole country would have been rushing to come to Tallahassee to play quarterback. Sean writes three up, three down for the weekend. I really believe Leiter can be special. I think he can be good. Four pitches for strikes, uber competitive, cares a lot about it, has, uh, again, he's got an out pitch. The slider can be uh, nasty. He's got the curveball to offset with that fastball. Yeah, he's really so good. So his like second the... strikeout, did you see this? Wow. So he, I think he caves him on a curveball. Just to, He's throwing 96, and then he whips off a curveball. The kid has no chance. I don't think he swings. No, he still And serve. then he just does this as he's walking. Yeah, yeah. He, does, like, dismisses he's... him back to the dugout. Yeah, the I like it. I like what it says about him, but yeah, I love that. I love my pitchers that have that kind of confidence, but it, it can also backfire. If you well, he didn't he, do it as uh, as much as another former Florida State pitcher who did it after every, <laughs> every, strikeout. every yes, strikeout. and he did, and then he started giving up bombs every other mm. every other inning. But too, what yeah. I like, but the other thing, just that confidence, even afterwards, somebody asked him in the press conference afterwards, is, um, you know, about seven left-handers being in that lineup. He's like, oh, I just I got to get him out. Yeah, like he's like, yeah, no way care. about it. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, there are Butler set. Seven left-handed hitters at Butler. So, you know, we'll we'll see how this all looks as they start but playing yeah, the competition. It seems like it the confidence will, it's, is there. it's going to play well, too. That yeah. stuff seems pretty good. How many more seasons like 2023 before FSU will only have to rely on the portal at the level of Georgia, Alabama, OSU, et cetera? That is recruit, develop, and win championships without the portal. Thanks. Love the show, especially Coach Speak. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I don't know. I, do, I don't know that it ever totally resets because I, I, I believe that all these other programs may end up coming more towards this model and had a head start more on, because they did have they that head, head start. start on Mike. Yeah. So like Florida state could, there was never a time you could just reset. And I think it's more going towards this than it is Florida so you state. Think it'll going all, except that. for Clemson, obviously, who doesn't <laughs> who's just going to, they're just not taking pat. part, but so I mean, you think it'll be, was it 13 this like, year? 13 guys, 12, 13 four, guys? 14, 14, 15. Do you think that's going to be the norm, or do you think it gets cut down to like four or five? I think it might. I man. think it changes year by year. But he I said as much. I asked him the yeah, question. Yeah, but he, nobody can know. He can't know you right now. He said he, that's why he believes it's malleable. Yeah, he but, doesn't know. But, yes. but you and people you talked to thought it was going to be five to seven. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about specific to this season. He was saying that he, he believes any given year they may need 20, they might need two. I got you. And, I know. I'm just saying. 
I don't know that it's ever going to reset to where you just are picking out three guys. You're going to be Georgia and you get three guys. Yeah. I mean, I just don't and know. I, and also, I don't be. think Georgia is going to be just taking three guys. That's what well, I'm that's saying. Iris I think yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. sport is going to change yeah. that way. I believe this is going to meet in the middle right now for where for for where FSU is currently. If they continue to get better in the recruiting of high school kids, which they are, this class was their best class yet. Then you're going to see more of them, and you'll have a greater base to draw from as you build the program, and you'll need fewer transfer portal players. But it's never going to go to what, and to Iris' point, because Mike came in late, if you will, to start the program with NIL existing and transfer portal existing, where Georgia had already firmly established who they were yeah. through the high yeah. school ranks. There was no transfer portal at that time uh, the way it is now. and There was no NIL at that time. It was just under the table payments mm. like the good old days yeah so so you know georgia had already established that they, they were good at that crushed yeah, that part crushed of it. that part of it. in bama too and teams like that ohio state so i think i think that will come consistently will come further down to towards it needing less transfer portal guys but there will be fewer and fewer people look at it now as something only the poor do yes. they recognize how yeah. there are really yeah. good players out there and even what's happening now it's like it's it's morphing even now like this past like Malcolm Ray left, right, right. right. Malcolm Ray would have been welcome to stay. He yes. would have been a nice, N- nice piece rotational piece. Yes, in your defensive line, he, he had a cool nickname. They're not going to have him. Where did he go? Which Rutgers. Call which call Stingray. Him? Stingray. That's yeah. right. He goes to Rutgers, which makes zero sense. I mean, unless maybe there's some activity. Better some, be the best some, money he's ever I seen. Mean, some, some what, are they, what are they paying for Stingray? Anyway, so but my point is, if it's happening with those kinds of guys, you're, yes. you see, you're not going to be able to keep a roster. Right. Yeah, right. Either it's because guys want to start, or because somebody else is willing to give them a little bit more money. These rosters are just going to be fluctuating. I think. Correct. Agreed. Yeah, and I think. Imagine being a Clemson fan right now. You just watched Florida State surpass you. You think your coach is antiquated in his ways of thinking, and then he does it doubles down. Yeah. They literally like, didn't get a portal kid. You gotta be like, what are we doing? They tried on a couple. <laughs> what what are we doing around here? Yeah. This is not good. Well, when you have that kind of offense, you don't need any. But you're watching additions. Keon Coleman beat you. Yeah. And you're like, well, my man, <laughs> what are we doing? Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Hey headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system We're offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Hey, headliners. Last year, we wanted to launch our official merch store. 
And after looking at countless vendor options, I chose to work with Shopify, and I'm so glad we did. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a startup using your man cave or your IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering yay sausage t-shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers into buyers. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant. Go to shopify.com slash warchant in lowercase now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I like this one, guys. Before I jump over to the Twitter questions, I'll ask this one from Brandon. Kind of fun. Give it some thought. You ready? Okay, let's do it. At the start of the 2026 season, which of these coaches are at their current school? Mike Norvell. Yes? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Billy Napier. No. 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 Unanimous no's. Mario Cristobal. Yes. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Might be end of the road, though. Lane Kiffin. No. 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 DeBoer. Yes. Mm. He's not going to be fired by 2026. He did. Maybe a two and done there. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I think he's a great coach. But are they going to put up with eight and four and seven and five or eight and four? I don't fire know. A guy I mean, they'll still get in the playoff. In. I'll say he's still, be- still getting the playoff. Yeah. Eight and four. Six and six are in the playoff. Yeah, Corey. In the playoff, he's in. Man. Don't worry yeah. about that. Oh, all right, I'll say goal. he's still there. No, but, he's still there. Uh, I think he's there. Yeah, I think I'm he'll not, be there too. I wouldn't put all my money on. So far, we're all in agreement. Lincoln Riley? Nope. No, I don't nope. think so. Nope. I think he'll be an OC in the NFL. I think he'll be a head coach in the NFL. Probably the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Dion? Nope. No. Oh no! No chance. As soon as his kids out of Boulder, he's with them. And finally, and this last one's a good one. Dabo. I'm going to say no. I think they're done. They're done with really? him. I think yeah. I think they're done with him except for the winning. They're just winning. <laughs> it's a funny thing to say out loud. It is. I'm tired of all this winning. I wish this guy would have a bad season so we could fire him. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and that, you think he's going to get fired? I think it's just going to be untenable. It's It'll be like be Spurrier mutual. or Florida. We're just mutually. like, you guys hate me and I hate you now. I don't know. I, no, I, I, I think he'll be there. Really? I don't think he's got anywhere else better to go. And they might be under the impression they can't get anybody better, which maybe they can't. Like Dabo was a, I mean they were they had, they went ran through a lot of bad coaches till they got him. Um, it's a tough one. That's that's the hardest one. I could see him being there because I think so they're going to be decent again next year. Yeah, they were on the verge of being awful this past the, season. But they're, then the year before, but the year before, even with DJ, until they lost to South Carolina, they were number two in the country. And then they lost that game with with DJ as the quarterback in twenty two. I think they're always going to be eight or nine wins. We'll see. And if they're eight nine I'm wins the next two years, I think it's close. I'm gonna differ from you guys on that one. Yeah, that's the only one we differed. I I, I think well, that, that was the NBA probably All-Star there. Game. <laughs> but I think I think <laughs> we're there there a with treasure. That, <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, that's kind of a fun one. By the way, throw in James Franklin. No chance he's at Penn State. I don't know. Maybe he's been I, trying to get out of there forever. Yeah, where's he gonna go? 
Well, they're not going to get rid. They're not getting rid of him. Give me why? a break. Why would they not? He he wins nine or ten games a year. He it's never the same beats argument. anybody who's any good. Neither did Harbaugh until he did. And no, I'm not until saying until he did. Until he won the national championship. It, yeah, but it's I slightly mean, different. We had Here, this conversation four years ago where y'all thought Harbaugh should be gone. As long as you're in the conversation, you're a top twelve program at Penn State. You're not getting you're, fired. You do coach speak with me and Ira. Oh, he's a crazy person. Well, no, the point is he's starting to fire back at the press. Oh, well, they don't like him, and yeah. he doesn't like them. Yeah. They're at a breaking just, point. Hey, it's just the, the one of, guy that asked them why you don't throw the ball deep, even and, the guys And how come you never beat anybody in which you're <laughs> even in the point spread or an underdog ever? Yesterday on, on uh, YouTube, I was looking for something. I was trying to find an old video. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't about Jimbo. But it came. one of the suggestions was a Jimbo pre- post-game press post-practice media scrum mm-hmm. from 2014. It was right before they went to the playoff. Okay. And so I'm watching it. It was just such a happier time. Oh, Jimbo yeah. liked us. We well, liked he was Jimbo. in the midst of winning 29 straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, man, and that I forgot this, this, to an end. this yeah. place existed. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That was a good time. Um, all right. Uh, Clint writes, hey, fellas, like Corey Downing and Ultra. I'll make this quick. Mm. Uh, has Jeff picked his favorite posterior on the baseball team yet, or do you need a larger sl- sample size? Oh, you got any good butts? Is that butts? something you do? You you pick, all, yeah, the usually, bigger the ass, the better usually, the player. Usually, usually okay. a lot of times right. catchers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you could go with Holbrook. Buster had a... Buster, yeah, meaty ass. Meaty. Good players have meaty asses. That's typically true. Yeah. And by the way, not for nothing, Clint, and I like the hashtag, fat asses for that ass. <laughs> Uh, a great all-time hashtag. Uh, not for nothing, there's a lot of thick asses on this baseball team for the first time in a long time. Been a minute. We're not yeah. trotting out 160-pound catchers right not now, trotting guys. Trotting out male models. 5'11 yeah. first baseman. Yeah. Dude, we got some dudes out big. there. And I, Even I did, the shortstop's like 6'3". We got some dudes uh, now. I wasn't there Friday, but I was there Sunday. And that Cantu guy starts running the bases. He's I'm like, who the, who the hell is that guy? A monster. I mean, what does he look like? He also got screwed this week, and he hit like six hit balls on the, the screws. And, and he hit, catch he hit a, a home run out of the stadium, but it was fouled by a foot. Still going. And then he strikes out. Yeah, he, he you could tell there's a, a little bit of pop in that bat. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so, anyhow, I don't have a favorite ass on the team just yet, uh, Clint, but there are a lot to choose from, which yeah, is which an is improvement. Good. Yeah. Good uh, I'll get to back have. to you next week. I'll pick an ass. Uh, there's a game tonight. Mm. I'll watch tonight. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll. Yeah. I mean, an ass will stand out on television in a way that it didn't, <laughs> didn't in person. In person, yeah. yeah that's how it usually works that's with how asses. That's how it works, yeah. R.A. writes, gentlemen, I understand coaches who allow media access require silence about injuries and position decisions being reported, but are, the, are there guidelines on using that information for personal gambling? <laughs> if not, <laughs> Man, what should be on. the line for professionalism? There is a line for professionalism, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've... It's interesting on this one. Um, I, here's the thing. I mean, everybody's got to make their own decisions. I don't think there's a yeah, – I mean, we're not a licensed body. There's not insider trading. I don't work for FSU. You don't right. either. Yeah. So, but I would feel weird about it. I would feel weird about, like, you know, just, yeah, that we have access to something and trying to turn into making more money. I'm not saying anybody else is wrong for doing it, but it just. It but also, when could you have done it this year? Like, we knew all season. Yeah, we knew Well, there were guys. players that weren't practicing. But we, you don't know if they're going to play because a lot of them did. So it's not like we could say, "Oh, Keon's not practicing." Well, that, that's also, actually yeah. a good point there. And to just to answer his question, there are there are a lot of guys now that were removed from it who miss portions, if not all, of practices for weeks on end because they're nursing an injury and their game time decisions, frankly, and then they play. So at that point, you're kind of like, I just don't want to mess with this team altogether. Just I don't even because uh, half these guys are going to play, half of them are on. I don't, I don't bet that yeah. way. And I also say that there's a, you also need to realize 
that Vegas usually knows about injuries before anybody 100%. else does. One hundred percent. When if, the if lines change line, yeah. dramatically, if, if there's a line, if there's a line on a game and they're taking action, they usually have pretty good information. The about difference the might be the bowl games when you don't know who's playing and who's not playing because their line yeah. to start that was fourteen and a half. By the time they kicked off, it was 23 and a half. Well, I bet Georgia the day the lines came out because I thought of two things, not the injuries. I thought that for, none of the Florida State players were going to want to play the game. Yeah, and they the just problem, got that's screwed what I'm by yeah, the system. But yeah. those guys, those were decisions. They yes. weren't like injuries. But right, correct. From an injury standpoint, yeah. um, that's usually involved in the number. So you're not usually getting a great value. Plus, so every, I, after every Saturday, we have to hand our phones to Florida State, and they go through all our <laughs> transactions to see what we bet on them. I, I, will, I like this question because I think it comes from an honest place and is a fair-minded question, especially if, it's, if you're from the outside and you're kind of like wondering. I have a friend in South Florida who is a Florida State graduate, and he doesn't live it, breathe it on a daily basis, and he asks something similar over the weekend. Trey writes, can somebody explain to me the events that happened that has led to FSU's basketball decline? And I think if you're out of town and you don't know day-to-day, sure. you might be like, well, well, they were really awesome until they weren't, and now they're not any good at all, like meaning three yes. years. So We can devote three or four minutes to that. Yeah, go for it. You start. All right. Uh, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's you lost a couple of great assistant coaches, and that was not all at the same time. I think people have conflated it. Gates left a few years earlier. CY Char- left. Dennis Gates left. Now he's the head coach of Missouri. I want to interrupt right there. That was going to be the answer yeah. I started with and gave, I think, you too. So just so you know, Ira's yeah. giving you the reasons. I think we both checked that box yeah. right yeah. away. Charlton Young ended up leaving two, year, two years ago. And so CY, to me, is the best recruiter I've seen. CY might be the best recruiter I've seen on Florida State's campus in any sport um, since I've been covering Florida State. I mean, I mean he, he was responsible for the mass – Vast majority of those guys. Dennis Gates gets credit for Jonathan Isaac. I think Stan Jones and, and Leonard and the whole staff get a lot of credit for Trent Forrest. But to me, CY was Devin Vassell. He's uh, Patrick Wayne Bacon, Patrick Williams. That, Blake yeah, There's a lot a of guys yeah. that he was responsible for. So those things hurt. Um, then I also think that Leonard, I think, made some bad evaluations. I think the, the staff that stayed on, and even when CY was still here, I think they made some bad evaluations. And I also think you 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 had some guys come into the program that maybe thought that just because they're at Florida State that you can you're going to succeed like Florida State had been succeeding. They had such a great run there, mm-hmm. and I think you had some guys assume they were going to be better than they were, and they made again. Caleb Mills didn't work out. Matthew Cleveland didn't work out, but Matthew Cleveland was CY's guy, so that's not all Leonard's fault. Um, but they just they missed on some guys, and then the culture kind of started waning when you had these changes on the coaching staff, and I don't think. The Leonard did as good a job of getting as cohesive a staff. I think they had a perfect situation when you had Gates, CY, and Stan Jones and Leonard Hamilton. I think that was a perfect situation. And then once you lost some assistant coaches and didn't find the right mix with the new coaches, and then you lo- take the recruiting hits, and then the guys you get, you make some bad evaluations. To me, those were the biggest factors. Yeah, you lost some of the culture. Uh, I think that that was a devastating thing to lose that culture because it, it really kind of manifests – season to season you know that culture because you had the ability to recruit good players but players who would fit within it right and understood the deal and and played the way you wanted them to play and got it so that starts to erode as Ira's saying and then from there I think Leonard was a little slow on the transfer portal um yeah and, but he did you know he did dip his toe into it I mean they did get Caleb Mills they did yeah, get um, that was a mistake my guy from Kentucky um that always gets hurt Cameron, Cameron Fletcher, Fletcher yeah. which is yes. a bummer that he keeps yeah getting he keeps hurt. getting hurt um 
So it's not like they didn't do anything in the portal, but yeah, it just didn't have great results until this year. They've got Jameer Watkins. You know what? I think what hit. killed them is so after the Scotty Barnes year, obviously they lost an immense talent um, and a couple other players off that team. But coming back to next year, they had Mills, they had Cleveland coming in, Worley, who was highly thought of at the time. You also had Polite and Osborne, who were the two holdovers that could keep the culture going. They they had been a part of NCAA tournament right. teams, Sweet 16s, All ACC the, championships. Yeah. They had been a part of great teams, and they both got hurt and couldn't play. Yeah. And then, so who's leading the ship? It's from a player's perspective, it's Caleb Mills and Matthew right. Cleveland. And they got really used to losing by 30 points. They just got drubbed. And there was no competitive spirit because the competitive and nobody spirit. nobody set them right because, because those they guys were hurt. Were hurt. So yeah. you had no, well, the only older guys were walk ons. And they just, you can't lead as a walk on. You just can't. And I would argue that Mills and Cleveland are not leaders Correct. by nature anyway. But they're the guys that had the ball they, the most. They got and, stuck and, in that role. But yeah, maybe. And so then they so got used get, to getting yeah. crushed. The next year comes in, they're used to losing because they lost the year before with all the injuries, and they did have a lot of injuries. They beat Duke that year with uh, pa- Paolo Banchero. Like, Florida State beat Duke that year, and they won down at Miami. I mean, they mm-hmm. almost blew a 25-point They always lead. win at Miami court. But They do. But, like, so they were on pace to have a pretty good season to go back to the tournament. Then the injuries just killed them, and I just think the culture there got used to losing. Hey, one more within this realm because it's pertinent here, and it happens to be the next question, and I think it's an interesting one. I want to hear your answers. I've got mine, but – Farmer writes, Coach Farmer writes, that's his okay, handle. All right. yeah. um, it'd be weird if Josh Farmer was tweeting us to the, the show. That would be interesting. Or right? a farmer. Yeah. Uh, a farmer. He writes, what's harder to cover? A coach everyone loves whose success is fading, the way Bobby Bowden's did, or Ham. Or a coach everyone blames but is set up for failure early, like Mike. Balancing the fan reaction and mm. necessity for honest journalism. That's really good. That's, that's a fun question. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's I, much harder when it's a beloved figure who's been successful and doesn't recognize what's happening. Yeah, and, and the thing with my with Norvell and that going into again, I'll we this is not revisionist history. We, we all admit it. Going into twenty twenty two, we were all concerned about how it was going to go for Mike if they didn't show some progress on the field. But we were we, all pro Norvell. Yeah, yes. we, and we thought he was a good coach. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I've said that from day one. If you went to watch practice, you can you tell he was, he's yeah. a good coach. But at some point, you have to have results. And that's why I would tell people that, you know, and I, Napier, maybe maybe he's a good coach. I don't know. But if he doesn't win this year, he's, he's going to get fired. Well, he's, he's not going to win with this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to get fired. That's so correct. It, as far as covering it, if you say you were covering UF and you had to, like, write about him, that it's tough to a degree. Like, you feel bad. Maybe this guy is a good coach, but it's just not going to work out. But, but you also you got to be realistic and say, look, man, it hasn't worked. Well, and, at some point it, you're it might buried, not have worked for Mike. Yeah, you're at some point you're buried by an avalanche of negativity that you can't overcome. You, the weight of which you can't overcome. I was saying before that season that I like Mike. I think he's a great coach. If they lose games this year and go seven and five, six and six, I thought he would be in such a recruiting hole that he would never be able to recover, and thus it, he'd be a dead man walking. Is what I was going saying. into that. Yeah, next year. into that following yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, I think. But so to answer the question, I think it's harder to cover um, Leonard right now. And Bowden back in the day than it was than it is than it was Norvell in 2022 or 2021. Sure. I just think it is. If that if we're answering the question, because it's really hard, man. Like Leonard Hamilton, just to be quite honest, has given me so some of my most fun professional moments of my life. Like watching that ACC championship, watching that COVID team, like that game against Louisville in 2020 yeah, is the pinnacle of Florida State basketball, in my opinion. That Patrick Williams dunk and that tra- the the Trent Forrest dunk that that is the peak. 
that this program can get to. And we were there. Leonard Hamilton gave that to us. And then it's just hard four years later well, to and, be realistic, yeah. but to, to you know, to have to talk about and, uh, his end. And I will say this. There was some bad luck involved. You mentioned the injuries. You also, John Butler going pro early made no sense. I mean, that's that crazy. Where is that dude? Yeah. Where did he even he went, go? He was in the G League Balsa, while, too. Yeah. Like, Balsa, I well, mean, I know he's home, paid, he's making but, money. Yeah. But so, so there was some bad luck in there, too. It was just like, it was a combination of a bunch of things. Perhaps the biggest batch of bad luck is that they didn't get to go on their final four run, right. perhaps a national championship run, because yeah. that right. reverberates for years. 26-5, yeah. and five, that team was. That team had a very good chance to win it all. Yes. And had they even just gone to the final four, Obviously, that's going to bore the fruit. You know, you're going to get, yeah. the, you're gonna get yeah. the players, you know, bear the fruit. Yeah, it's frustrating. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now, to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Keep it rolling here, boys. We got uh, Zouder who writes, with your talk last week about driving to Dallas, etc. to see some football, that's the golden opportunity to debut the Register Sausage Sausage Mobile. Mm, okay. <laughs> Forget that same uh, silly old wiener mobile. Imagine the look on people's faces when the three of you roll into town driving a 27-foot sausage. Like a jalapeno cheddar sausage, too, so there's some I cheese like dribbling out of the size with the cheese. peppers revealing yeah. themselves mm. a little bit. Yeah. Mm. I like okay, it. Ben, ben, let's get on this. Ben, if you'll buy the – with all the money we've made you, yes. could you please get on the bus, the sausage bus, and the three of us will How take – How much would that – Unlike Corey, I'm not inviting the free world to just No, it'll be the three of us and yeah. maybe our significant others yeah. if they want to come. If they want to join us on I the bus. I guess I will be saying our wives at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wife number two. Two of four. <laughs> well, it's everybody, everybody else will just call her two. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. number two. That's how I'm going to introduce her. This is my second wife. But uh, Does she know that that's over in your late 50s when you go to wife three? Wife three, oh yeah, yeah she yeah, knows. You still she got knows. a little, little something. The to only you. question is, have I met wife three yet? Is she well, in my life in some capacity? In the background, you gotta be careful. No, exactly. You gotta be careful. But uh, how much would a, if we were to buy some, if Ben really was gonna get us a wiener, a sausage mobile, mm -hmm. a bus type, so is that a two hundred k? How much are those things? Two hundred, three hundred. Probably, which he could do in a day. He could do that. I Probably mean, that's with just, the amount of business. That's one several headlines. Yeah, that's like look at Promotion. all the spots they're now located. Yeah. yeah. My God, Ben, get on it. By the way, we want TVs in that thing. Yeah. We're taking turns driving so the rest of us can relax, play some video games, whatever we need. A pole. Yeah. <laughs> 
We for, stop off at certain cities. No, for us. Oh, of course. Matt, if it's not too much trouble, Matt, if you could bring up the in, register's Instagram graphic of that, the the map at some point. It's something I think to it be, be old. It would be, uh, I think you'd be blown away if you All saw right, it. All right, we'll get on it here. Marty writes, Ayo, fellas, which position group do you think does better in this upcoming season? And then he writes the A sausage. Better than it, what? Like they, what, what they did? Who's better than we were a year ago? Oh, okay. Is what I'm guessing. O line. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I think that's fair. I think it's needs fair. to be true. Uh, tub butter, which <laughs> is a great name. Old tub butter. Good old tub butter making his way in here. He writes: Is it possible that the lack of speed with Keon and Johnny could have hindered the offense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did other things really well, like throwing up. Part, yeah, there's a second part of the question, but I, yeah, tub butter. I'm telling you, you're on the right path here, buddy. They had yeah. injuries. They had guys that they weren't blazing fully fast for a variety of reasons. They got a lot more speed this year. Yeah, Keon had some sort of like a knee bruise or something, and yeah. Johnny, or excuse me, and Jaheim had a sprained ankle for almost the whole season. So. And Destin Hill missed a bunch of time because of yeah. sprained ankle. And yeah, yeah, just all of it. Uh, Pinol writes, what's the likelihood that if we negotiated an exit fee from the ACC and are out for the 2025 season, other teams such as North Carolina and Clemson say, we're out? Yeah, very likely. Yeah, I don't know – It'll be interesting. I mean, North Carolina has kind of put it on record now that they're uh, evaluating their options, mm. which was the first step Florida State made before they made their move. And Clemson's been the one that, uh, to Corey's chagrin, they're not Clemson's invited, l- lurking in the background. They're not invited. They can stay in the ACC. Good cowards, luck. cowards, absolute cowards. That that board of trustees meeting was what in August, right? The first one where they came out and said they're looking for an exit Florida fee. State? And all that. Yeah, I've, yeah. I mean, we've known this, but it maybe, yeah. but it's been My, yeah, it's at least. Been Nine Over, months, eight yeah. months, and Clemson's just sitting there with their thumbs up their butt. Well, in once, their mouth. It, once it played out this way and the suit was filed, they might as well not get involved. It doesn't make any sense for them to do so. They, because, they should hey, let the guinea pigs go. I, I guess, but then that says something saying, about I, them. Well, it does. You can tell them to go to hell. Let I'm your buddy bust I'm, through the front door to see if the burglar's in there. <laughs> yeah, I was hanging out in the car. Once he made the decision to kick down the door while I was parking, what do you want <laughs> me to what, do? Yeah, I'm just sitting what here. I'm going to see how it plays out. Like, if I hear gunshots, I might have to hit the gas. Yeah, all right, sure. Colby asked in the chat if, if he uh, he thinks he saw me at Publix uh, Probably. on Valentine's Day. Yeah, if you if you thought you saw me at Publix, uh, there's a very good chance you saw me at Publix because I'm in there all the damn time. Fire in the wild. Were you getting flowers? But also, Valentine's Day, yeah, I might have been picking up a couple, some flowers. Well, no, why are you saying it like that? When are you supposed to pick them up? I don't know. The you, can, you can get them better flowers than Publix flowers. No, those How are good flowers. You? Don't worry you about could. it. How dare Do you? not be hard on yourself. I Let mean, me I ask you this. Like, what yeah. did Kim get you? Hmm. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it works. I mean, y'all are a the couple, right? It's not a, holiday, a woman's sir. holiday. It's it's, a, it's a couple's a holiday. holiday. <laughs> uh, all right, Master Chief Noel writes, good morning, fellas. Just read that we are recruiting a quarterback from California for the 2026 class. When's the last time we've had a California quarterback that was a game changer? We need to focus on southeastern kids. I mean, A.J. Duffy didn't qualify. Chris Ricks, Chris Ricks changed yeah, games. Some, some mostly good, but some I see, bad. I see where he's going there, man. D- I, DJ U is a California kid. Yes, so and this could be the out. year. Malik Henry was a California mm, kid. Yeah, that one. Mm, you yeah. remember how he, he his career yeah. played out? That was something. Uh, William writes, Corey. Yes. Keep these clowns in line. You're the goat. <laughs> My question is, what is the next FSU men's sport to win a national championship? Golf. That be did he say men's? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, golf. Yeah. Right? I mean Trey. At some point, we got to get it done, big dog. You got all the talent in the world. Let's get it done. Hey, hey. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I was, I'm going to tease Trey here recently. I had a text I was about to send him, and I held back. He has three players ranked in uh, the top 20. Yeah, pretty good. On this year's team. Could have won it last year, guys. Yeah. 
I mean, we got we got we got to not fall apart there down the stretch. And that was a but very. But that's good, not on Trey. I know. No. Well, I know. But <laughs> hey, not, that's not on Trey. Hey, golf's a toughie, Corey, because you can only you get know? the guys that can really play, and then on that given day, man. If my man misses a chip, is that Can't a trade? Hey, James can, Blackman can you, throwing interceptions wasn't on Willie. Let me ask, and, like, now, like, in tennis, they can, like, coach from the stands, right? Yeah. Can he just, like, start screaming at guys from the from the well, side? On, on he can the, walk with them. Yeah, he, he can does walk with them, and he can tell them the shots that he wants them to hit. I mean, can you he can't actually, say, let's go seven he, iron instead of five. He, I think here. he can tell them to put on some pants. He can – listen, Trey's not bashful. Uh, knowing Trey the way that I do, he's not afraid to tell a kid, hmm. I'm going to need you to be a little tougher. Yeah. Uh, but – at the end of the day, it's a nine-foot putt to win. He makes it or not, that's not on Trey. It's that's also kinda... funny, like, who really cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, like Trey does. You bring it up all the but, time. No, but, it, like, you're watching – They, I remember watching it last year on NBC. <laughs> they were – but. There were nine people watching on the course. There's nobody yeah, there. Man, Twitter was alive. <laughs> Twitter, the Florida State Twitter that was actually yeah. watching it the one time. But nobody can name a golfer on the team right now. Nobody really cares. Uh, if I had to pick one of the, I'm assuming he's talking about the big three sports. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna say baseball. I'm gonna say football just because the odds are better. I just think it ain't gonna be basketball. So hard. Baseball. It's not gonna be basketball, but they got some fat asses on the baseball team, yeah. and that's always a. He actually sign. actually wrote. I cut off his question. I was so disgusted by the intro to his question that I <laughs> I, I am the goat. I, I decided to kind of move forward. He wrote football, basketball, baseball, or other, mm, or other, other. Yeah. other. I'm gonna go with other. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like that. I got guys. a better chance. I increase the odds. I'm gonna go with other. Yeah. And hey, FSU golf is really good all it the is. time. They're due to win. We're one. often good in track. We're often yeah. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Track's been a minute now. Just need a Walter Dix to come around. Tra- track's yeah. been a minute. <laughs> Can we get another- uh, um, why doesn't Clemson grow a pair and join the fight? Because Amen. they don't have to, no life. They don't have to. Yeah, they don't. Florida State doesn't have to. Well, we're not in charge of inviting them or not. That's what if the they problem. said? <laughs> what if they said, hey, you can invite Clemson or Miami? Oh, okay. Who That's what they're going to do. Yeah. The Big Ten or the SEC is going to be like, anybody else you want to take with you guys? <laughs> not <laughs> Clemson. They don't have to. Uh, do you think the ACC will fold when FSU leaves? I think it'll become, in 10 years, I think there's a good chance it's like the the Big East or the AAC with with the Big East in basketball. I think the ACC could turn into that where Duke and what I'd like like to see is conferences exist for every sport other than football. And then football all being like one big different thing. We should all be like Notre Dame. But then also, I want another brand of football. Oh, yeah, they can be in there. I'm watching Marshall and Tulane. I'm like, okay, I know what this is. The ACC can be for every other sport. But how crazy is it that like USC's basketball team is going to be playing at Rutgers? In, in their volleyball teams, in their so, water polo so teams. So there, there is – this is a grand experiment. And there's ACC no guarantee this is all going to work out. Like, Correct. There may, there's a chance that there are people – you know, the powers that be at USC will be like, this was a disaster. That's what – I think that's – I think that really will be something that happens. In like 10 years, you could see all these other conferences being back together for those sports in football's its own thing. You are in the Big exactly Ten for football where that's only. Headed. Like Notre Dame is in the ACC for everything but football. That's It'll be in the reverse for all these other schools, I think. Uh, John, no legal news regarding the immediacy with which we could get out of the ACC. I'll answer that for you. Lee, Ira, with this year's face, uh, football team's offensive line looking like it could be an upgrade from last year, how do you think this opens up Mike's play calling? Just you, Ira. Just me. Just I'm, the, I'm on the, uh, the Lee, Lee doesn't give a damn about Corey and I. He wants to know Ira's thing. I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, think it's, I think it's a combination of that and um, DJ's arm strength. I do think the the play calling is going to be different. Yeah, I, mean, I just think I it's going to be 
a little bit more of the and run. The speed and, element we talked about. You take yeah. more deep shots down the field. And they maybe, didn't do that at all last year, really. Yeah, he, I think Lee asked for my opinion. Correct. I'm sorry. Lee, say, that's shut my shut your damn you mouth. Come on, Mike. Lee, Good that's my Lord. Fault. The other guy called him the goat. I yeah. didn't jump in there. It was crazy. He was never gonna let right. you answer. We got a minute left of the show. It was just never gonna just happen. Reminding Lee why he doesn't want to hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we'll throw the ball down the field too. Yeah. But he doesn't want to hear that. Yeah, nope. Only from you, mm. which is your point. Uh, last one, Ambassador to Florida writes, gentlemen, as Doke is disemboweled, torn asunder, <laughs> in order to fashion a stadium that offers modern amenities and an ADA compliance, two questions come to mind. Greatest individual single-game performance in Doke Campbell history. Why do they have uh, Braille on drive-up ATMs? Hmm. Don't start. That's, that's, don't that's, ask. I mean, don't he ask. was setting you up. Oh, he was setting you up. He, he texted about the all NBA All Star game having two different sign language characters. Uh, no, 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 no. For the, <laughs> national, the, for the national anthem. Right. Best, Single greatest uh, performance moment in Doke. ever in ever. Doke. Performance in Doke. One of those Greg Allen games, maybe? Were they in there? Had me at 322 in one game against Western Carolina. All timer. Uh, man. Peter Warwick had some games similar where you're like, really? 200 and something plus yards receiving? Yeah. But, Nothing's coming to mind. I, I keep wanting to think about opponents. There was a Greg Jones game that, against Clemson. There was two really long runs right, in which right, he yeah. ran over seven, ran over eight dudes. guys. Yeah, he ran, he went through yeah, the whole defense. Yeah, 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 whole defense. Um, you know, a, a slept-on game, uh, EJ against Clemson in 12. Mm-hmm. That was a really good game. He had like 400 yards yeah. of offense. He ran for 100 yards. Not the greatest in Doe Campbell history. What about uh, I feel like Charlie had 500 yards of total offense in a game? Against Maryland in '92, when they finally, finally, finally just went to shotgun all the time. I feel like God. Sean Taylor might have had a good game against Chris Ricks. He did. Oh, yeah, what, what would you do? I'm just saying. Why would you do it? Just saying. It was the driving rain. He was throwing them punts. <laughs> Guys, Anybody I got to answer. Those off. 2008. I don't know if you remember. Rainy November day. Tim Tebow just throwing it all oh, over the line. Just running. Yeah. He just, and you know what was great about it, Corey? The, blood on the, his way, jersey. the way that it looked like Brave a warrior. Yeah. And oh, yeah. 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 yeah, and he didn't tell anybody about it. He just went about his well, business. Well, because he's Christian-like. Yeah, he sure. didn't draw attention and to himself really, at all. At all. Yeah, that never was. did. Never yeah. Was it a Florida yeah. State game when, what's his name, said he, you're, you're, you want your daughter to marry? We're all no, better. No, that was the national championship. With Tom Brenneman. That was Tom Brenneman, who then later became famous for. I can't help myself. Maybe being racist. Yeah. Well, no, it was. He was. It wasn't a racist, well, a homophobe. He's, he's certainly, yeah. oh, he's certainly homophobe. both, Corey. It's well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. For Ira and Corey, I'm Jeff. Good job, director. As always, be well, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.